Chapter 3 – Trends Within Asia-Pacific Locations Most study diseases vary according to location and epidemiology. A closer look into the top three diseases for each of the therapeutic areas uncovers some interesting differences. In India, five of the nine therapeutic areas included diseases not making the top three in the other locations. With trials for schizophrenia, sepsis, anemia, head and neck cancer and hepatitis vaccines all making an appearance only in this location. Australia had three unique diseases. China had two, while South Korea and Japan had only one apiece. The intensity of trial activity for some of these diseases reflects regional epidemiology. For example, head and neck cancer is very common in India, as is the burden of hepatitis. China bucks the trend with a strong domestic bias for clinical trials. Let's take a look at the percentage of industry-sponsored trials in each of the top five APAC locations, which were sponsored by domestic or foreign entities over the past decade. In Japan, South Korea and India, we see between 56% and 67% of trials being initiated by foreign sponsors. Australia's split is striking, with 95% of the trials initiated by foreign companies. This high number of foreign-sponsored trials speaks to the comparative lack of domestically domiciled companies and the attractiveness of Australia as a location for foreign companies. Schemes to attract investment include a generous R&D tax incentive, government-supportive measures, experienced English-speaking clinical investigators and acceptance of Australian clinical data by the major regulatory agencies. China stands out as the only major APAC location where domestically sponsored trials make up the majority. More than three quarters of trials in China were sponsored by local Chinese companies. Digging deeper into the data, trials in China sponsored by domestic industry sponsors increased year-on-year year at a faster rate than those initiated by foreign multinationals. The two groups showed CAGRs of 28.5% and 7.1% respectively over the past decade. A combination of factors is nurturing China's explosive domestic growth in the pharma and biotech space. Firstly, the availability of capital and talent. With the largest population in the world of more than 1.4 billion people, the country provides not just huge market opportunities, but also a massive and sometimes previously untapped set of potential patients to enrol into clinical trials. Recent regulatory reforms and policy changes have also helped to facilitate the development of innovative products. China's National Medical Products Administration, NMPA, formerly the China FDA, has streamlined the clinical trial and drug approval process including priority and special reviews, as well as breakthrough therapy designations for innovative products that target unmet medical needs in China. The National Reimbursement Drug List, NRDL, is being updated more frequently and prioritises the entry of newly approved novel drugs. Lastly, listing rule changes allow pre-revenue-slash-pre-profit biotech companies to be listed in the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, HKEX, or Shanghai Stock Exchange's Science and Technology Innovative Board, STAR. 
Combined together, all of these factors can be seen as the rocket propellant for growth. Japan is the most popular trial location in Asia-Pacific for the top 20 farmer. In Sightline, each year we categorise a set of companies as top 20 farmer using Scrip 100 rankings, which are based on drug sales. The top 20 farmer peer set currently includes Novartis, Roche, Abvi, Johnson & Johnson, Merck Co, Bristol Myers Squibb, Pfizer, Sanofi, GSK, Takeda, AstraZeneca, Amgen, Gilead Sciences, Eli Lilly, Bayer, Novo Nordisk, Teva, Boehringer Ingelheim, Biogen and Aztelaz. Looking at the total number of trials sponsored by these top 20 pharma companies in APAC against the CAGR over the 2012 to 2021 period, Japan is in prime position with 3,645 trials and a CAGR of 1.6%. While Australia has historically had a higher number of top 20 sponsored trials, the number is in slow decline. This is in contrast to China, where the top 20 are growing the number of trials, CAGR of 5.2%, although the overall numbers are still way behind those in Japan. At 1,811 trials, this constitutes just 7% of overall trial activities in China. It'll be interesting to follow these trends over the next few years to see whether they continue in the same direction. The Top 20 Pharma sponsored 933 trials in APAC in 2012, the highest amount in the past decade. But by 2020, this number had reduced to just 698. However, the decline in trial numbers from 2012 to 20 across APAC was not mirrored in Japan, where the top 20 farmers' utilisation of Japanese sites remained steady. On average, over this period, 46% of the top 20 farmer-sponsored APAC trials were conducted in Japan. Japan's leading position is perhaps also unsurprising, given two of the top 20 farmer are headquartered in that country – namely Takeda and Aztelaz. However, by excluding trials sponsored by these Japanese companies, the remaining top 18 farmer still conduct 45% of APAC trials in Japan. This reinforces the fact that Japan is an attractive APAC trial location for big farmer in general, which can be attributed to Japan's excellent reputation and long history in the field. In addition to being the home of many long-established global pharmaceutical companies, Japan is also the only trial location in APAC that acts as a founding regulatory member, MHLW PMDA, and a founding industry member, PHRMA, of the International Conference on Harmonization, ICH. Australia is a hub for multi-regional trials and first-in-human trials. Across the APAC region, Australia is the leading location for multi-regional clinical trials, MRCTs. Over 4,000 MRCTs have been conducted in Australia, representing almost 70% of trials in the country, and with a CAGR of 3.1% over 2012-21. to 21. As a trial location, Australia is particularly attractive due to a streamlined regulatory framework 
such as the Clinical Trial Notification, CTN scheme, and data generated in Australian studies are accepted by the major regulatory agencies. This, coupled with the obvious close cultural and economic ties between Australia and Western countries, has led Australia to be an attractive location to include in global MRCTs for Western sponsors. Australia's reputation as a leading global destination for early-phase clinical trials is also well-established, with a robust network of experienced specialised Phase 1 sites. Australia leads the APAC region in the number of first-in-human FIH trials, constituting 7% of total trials in Australia, and increasing at a CAGR of 15%. China is in second place, and its number of FIH studies shows an impressive CAGR of 35%, although such FIH trials are still just a minority at 1% of the overall Chinese trial landscape. Interestingly, Australia has also become a location of choice for certain domestic Chinese companies looking to develop their drugs internationally, to take their drugs into FIH trials and to help accelerate global clinical development timelines. Companies including Beijing, Xilab, Akiso Biopharma and Jiangsu Hangrei, among others, have used this strategy for some of their FIH trials. South Korea leads the way in novel trial designs. In more recent years, given the enormous cost of clinical development programmes, sponsors have been understandably focused on finding ways to run clinical trials more efficiently and quickly. One common method for innovation is in clinical trial design, allowing multiple hypotheses to be tested concurrently or sequentially, all within a single study. Such trials are created with a master protocol framework, allowing a single trial to achieve the objectives that may otherwise require multiple separate trials and protocols. Let's delve into the percentage of trials in the major APAC locations which utilised various types of innovative design, namely those described as using a master protocol or being adaptive as well as those explicitly described by the sponsor as being an umbrella or basket trial. These innovative trial designs are most commonly used in oncology, where basket trials test a drug against multiple different tumour types with a common molecular biomarker, while umbrella trials test multiple different targeted drugs against a single disease. Across the top five APAC locations, we see that South Korea has the highest percentage of umbrella and basket trials as well as the second highest percentage of trials described as adaptive or using a master protocol. Clearly this speaks to the attractiveness of South Korea as a trial location for sponsors running these trials who have confidence in the ability of sites and investigators to perform well with these types of trials. These designs are challenging, from the fact that genotypic and phenotypic clinical data and genotype-phenotype associations for the population can be hard to obtain in advance at the trial planning stage. South Korea benefits from the Korean Genome Project, KGP, a joint project by the Personal Genome Project at Harvard Medical School, the National Center for Standard Reference Data of Korea, Clonomics Inc., and the Korean Genomics Center of Ulsan National Institute of Science and Technology, UNIST. 
It provides access to a data set comprising 1,094 Korean whole genomes, of which 1,007 genomes were newly generated in combination with systematically acquired clinical and biochemical measurement information from the blood and urine of the participants. According to Citrove, 50 out of 94, 53% umbrella or basket trials in Korea were conducted by the University of Ulsan College of Medicine during the reporting period. Across APAC as a whole, Roche was the sponsor for the most of these types of trials, with 24 umbrella basket trials. 19 of those were conducted in Korea and 17 of those were conducted in UNIST Ulsan associated sites. India, the top location for COVID-19 treatment trials. China, the top location for vaccine trials. Although our analysis has looked back over a decade, it would be remiss to not briefly mention the profound impact that the COVID-19 pandemic had on global clinical development in the last few years. If we look at the number of clinical trials initiated across APAC for COVID-19, including both treatment and vaccine trials, we see that China and India are almost neck and neck for the top spot in terms of the percentage of APAC's COVID-19 trials. Both are ahead of all other APAC locations by a significant margin, with Japan in third place, followed by South Korea and Australia, which each contributed about 5% of COVID-19 trials in APAC. Looking more closely into these trials, we see India led the way for COVID-19 treatment trials with 39% of APAC COVID-19 trials, while China had the most vaccine trial starts, 35%. Both countries invested significant resources into the development of vaccines and have world-class domestic vaccine research and production capabilities. So seeing them leading the way for vaccines in APAC is unsurprising. Additionally, in both locations, there are ancient medical systems using natural products in the form of Ayurveda in India and traditional Chinese medicine, TCM, in China. And when the pandemic occurred, sponsors rapidly began testing natural products to see if they would be effective. For those natural product COVID-19 trials, 55% and 35% were conducted in India and China, respectively and they account for a significant portion of the COVID-19 treatment trials initiated in those countries.